0: This is mouth media network, amplify and connect.
1: Hi, I'm Mark Rico. I'm the CEO of mouth media network who produces this podcast. We know pretty much everyone's going through a tough time. Now we're trying to make the best of the current new realities at home to offer you some entertainment and perhaps inspire you with a fun example of creative marketing content we thought we'd pull something very different out of the vault that we never shared before. A few years ago, Mouth Media co-founder Rob Sanchez had been building a new kind of concept for an apparel business named Ralph & Remington, offering a novel approach to transparency, including a groundbreaking look behind the scenes as the business was developing. Because the brand was inspired by the ethos of the 1940s, We worked together to create an old time radio style show reminiscent of that time, which was intended to be one of the unique ways to bring attention to the brand. And although Rob decided to put the project aside for a while to give full attention to mouth media, we had already actually completed three unreleased episodes of the podcast serial. So we have decided to pull them out of the vault, dust them off, and share them with you. We really would love to hear how you're doing and also what you think about the episodes. So reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook at Mouth Media Network or email us at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. We hope you love listening to the three episodes of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley, Fashion Detective, as much as we've loved making them. Here is episode number two. Enjoy.
2: And now, another episode of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley, Fashion Detective. Brought to you by Ralph and Remington. Cutting-edge menswear with an old soul. Served to you in a radically transparent way. This episode, The Case of the Missing Link. We go now to New York City and the detective agency, O'Malley, O'Malley, and O'Malley. We find Stitch and his wife Ernie on a
1: slow day, and they've got company. I think I got him. Stitch! Come on, you little bugger. I almost got you.
3: Just a little closer. Stitch O'Malley, you've been at this for an hour and a half. Would you please just let me use the newspaper? No way, Ernie. I'm going to
1: get this fly if it's the last thing I do. And I've got just the tool to do it.
3: I wouldn't exactly call a rubber band a tool. Shh!
1: You'll scare him away. It takes precision.
3: Well, we wouldn't want to disturb your delicate operation, would we?
1: Almost. Stitch,
3: please. We've got to get the new sign on the door. Almost. It's not going to paint itself, Stitch. Almost. Ha! Ow! Stitch! That's it. Give me the rubber band.
1: So you can ruin a perfectly good newspaper I haven't finished reading yet? I don't think so. Come here, Fly. Come to Papa.
0: Pelt on me. Stitch, so help me.
1: I'm gonna get him, Ern. Holy smokes, he's faster than May West.
0: Is this the detective agency? Oh, my, uh, Stitch? And, ah,
1: blast, I missed. Stitch, we have company. Uh, what's that? Oh, uh, sorry. Fly.
0: So it would
3: seem. We're terribly sorry, Mrs... Wagner. Mrs. Wagner. Constance. We're terribly sorry, Mrs. Wagner. We didn't expect anyone just this moment. You don't say.
1: I think she did. Stitch!
3: Why don't you come in and sit down, Mrs. Wagner? Uh, May I offer you something? Coffee? No, thank you. I'll take one. I didn't ask you. True. How can we be of help? Well, to put it plainly...
1: Yes,
0: I need you to find someone.
1: Missing person, huh?
0: Something like that.
3: How long have they
0: been gone? Three days. Long enough to get into trouble, but I'm only worried about him. He won't hurt anyone else. Hmm. Have you told the police? Oh, I can't go to the police.
1: Okay, I'll bite. Why not?
0: I'll tell you if I hire you. I just don't want to let the cat out of the bag too soon. Well, not the cat, of course. (laughs) People talk and I think you'll we'll have more discretion than the police will when there's a fee on the line. It'd be
3: $300 plus expenses.
0: If you don't find him, you get nothing. Find him today, and I'll make it
1: 500 Wow, you must want him back pretty bad. I think we can clear the schedule. Uh, consider us on the case.
3: <sighs> who are we looking for? Ralph.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get him. Gotcha.
0: Ralph. Ralph who? Please,
4: ha <laughs> Got him!
1: Painting the new sign on the door was going to have to wait, because a new client always comes first. I was on the hunt for a missing someone, and that someone was named Ralph. I had little more to go on than the name, and Mr. Wagner's delightful wife said she'd give me the full skinny later in the day. For now... I had to get some feelers out there, and as unlikely as it may sound, that often started with my brother, Buzz. We decided to meet right in front of Mickey's coffee joint.
5: Hello, Stitch. I am Buzz.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, Where you been, Melonhead? I said to meet at 11.30, and that was 20 minutes ago. Sorry. I bought a newspaper for the bus. You... Bought a newspaper. Uh, For what? You get a parrot?
5: No. Why? Should I have got a parrot? No, Buzz. I just... (laughs) Never mind. What was the newspaper for? To put under my... You know, the bus seats are very hard and not comfortable. So I put a newspaper there.
1: Uh, Is anyone writing this down? This has bestseller written all over it. And it might not be a comedy.
5: Then this lady with a big hat. Like the one we saw in that show with the clamshell last year. With the fruit on it? Strike that. It's a comedy. Uh, yeah? She asks me for the paper. Offers me the one she's reading. <laughs> this I gotta hear. So I figure, what difference does it make which paper I am sitting on? So we switch. And now she's got my paper and I have hers. And so I look at hers before I sit on it, because I don't want to sit on a picture of the president or Rita Hayworth's gams or anything like that. And I see it's not a paper... It's a race program from the dog races. Dog races, huh? Yeah, dog races. They have dogs, see? And they get on a track and... Yeah, it's... yeah, I know what they are. Then I say, hey, I've got a little time because I was aiming to be here early just so I didn't come late. And I decide to go to the races because I see Lucky Lady and Lost His Leash are racing in the 7th. I'll just go and wager on one gonna choose lucky lady because she is lucky and that will be good for the bet i'm thinking but i got on a not so good streak and before i knew it the 12th race has started and i was gonna be late so i left and came here
1: and now i am here oh well, isn't that nice yes so how lucky was lucky lady i may need bus fare Ah, eh, that's what i thought sounds like a leash wasn't the only thing lost as leash lost and i could go for a sandwich Well, don't worry buzz if we find this Ralph, who's more lost than you are, you'll have all the bus fare you'll ever need. We decided to split up and do more or less a two-man dragnet up the town, to find out if anyone had seen this Ralph character. One of the first places I started was with a snitch named Swifty, who would most likely be found on the pier, and who's been... Pretty reliable on prior cases. A cup of coffee, and he'll probably spill the beans. Beans? Ah, no thanks. They're all yours.
4: Suit yourself. My own secret recipe.
1: So what you want today, O'Malley? I'm on the scent of someone named Ralph, trying to dig up his last-known whereabouts. Ralph? Ralph, what? Well, that's the thing, Swifty. Uh, That's all I got. Ralph, no last name, no description, no last seen whereabouts. Just Ralph. That's a tough situation.
4: Uh, Tell me something I don't know. That's usually why you come to see me. True. Funny thing is. Yeah. I don't know nothing about where a Ralph is. I figured. Oh, but Lefty did say some fellow going by the name Sanchez was talking about someone else named Ralph the other day in Red's butcher shop. He kept on about making sure someone's name was protected. Before long, I guess he couldn't concentrate with all the barking from Red's new guard dog, and he took off before Red could overhear anything more. But he did leave behind one thing before he vamooshed.
1: Yeah, what's that?
4: He seems to have left behind a kind of what you call it, nictaphone tape when he was trying to carry a big pile of sandwiches. Almost dropped them all, too, when he tripped over a little chewed up piece of metal sitting on the floor. Anyway, he said the tape had a name written on it.
1: And the name was? Ralph. And bingo. Thanks, Swifty. That's worth two cups of Joe. Oh, and uh, one more thing. I figured. That guy Sanchez? Yeah. His name wasn't Rob by any chance, was it? Uh, curly hair? Sounds like you might owe me three cups. <laughs> well. I rang up Red right away and convinced him to send his delivery guy over to the agency so Ernie can give the tape a listen. Good thing Red was pretty glad to get that tape out of what was left of his hair.
3: O'Malley, O'Malley and O'Malley Detective Agency, Ernie O'Malley here. When you bring us your cases, we're off to the races. How can I help you? Hey, Cupcake, it's Stitch. How'd it go with Swifty? Did he make you eat beans?
1: Well, I wiggled my way out of that one. You can thank me later. He did give me a lead, though, and one of Red's boys should have brought it by.
3: Roger that. It's sitting in the machine now. I was wondering what that was all about.
1: I can't take the time to come by now. Can you play the tape and maybe put the phone by the doohickey so I can hear?
3: Sure thing. Here goes. So
1: the
0: the crest, we're just, um, we're putting in a crest into the knitting so that the pattern shows through, and then we were talking about having different crests mean different things, and using that to um, sort of signify what the shirt is made out of inside of the garment, so you can kind of see visually what you're wearing. <laughs> Which I think would be awesome. And then, um, and then we had talked about actually having the crest have some um, data uh, attached to it, so that um, if we if we had an app um, that captured that data, they would trace it back to um, the farm and to the source that where it was being made. The farm that the actual fleece came from and then the, the manufacturing wherever it was being produced, which would be here in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or in Jamaica Creek.
3: That's all there is, Stitch. Got it. Anything else?
1: No. Oh, wait, yeah, there is one
3: thing. There always is. Can it? Uh, ring up
1: that Sergeant Blueface at the precinct.
3: You mean Sergeant Blauvelt? That's what I said,
1: yeah. Call him up and see if he can be around in about an hour. I'm gonna come by and uh I've got what is turning into an idea. Will do. Then see if you can lay sights on that thick-headed brother of mine and have him meet me there.
3: Got it. Oh, and Stitch? Yeah? Please try not to get us in trouble.
1: You know, I can't promise that. (sighs) See you later, Cupcake. Before I voluntarily dropped myself off at a police station, which wasn't my favorite place to spend an afternoon, much less with Sergeant Blueface, I circled around to do some gumshoeing one-on-one, poking around. And where better to go where I'm not wanted than the Wagner household. And by household... I mean, mansion. Surely Mrs. Wagner wouldn't mind if I dropped by. I hailed a cat. Where to, Mac? 30 West Maple and step on it. Sure thing. As we made our way to West Maple Street, and I breathed in some combination of seat leather oil and cheap pipe tobacco, something was nagging me, but I couldn't figure what it was. Uh, Say, mister, what's that thing hanging from the rearview mirror there?
4: Well, that... That's a Hawaiian hula girl. See how she dances when we hit a pothole?
1: Uh, yeah, that's swell. No, I mean the little chain links, the chain.
4: Uh, what is that? A bracelet? Oh, no, Mac, that's a collar for my wife's cat, Herman. Yeah, oh, the poor thing got loose one day and it got under the wheels of the cab. And well, you know. Good night, Herman broke the chain. Knocked one of the links clean out of it. Never found it. So I repairs it and shows it to my better half and she makes me ride around with this thing so I'm always watching out for any loose or stray pets. Ouch. Yeah. If I hit another one, I'm eating dinner from a can from now on and sending checks to her at her sister's house in Rhode Island. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Herman, huh? Well, that's an unusual name for a cat. Yeah, she's always naming her pets after her relative. We once had a canary named Margaret and a very talkative second cousin with the extra finger rabbit was Clementine after her brother that bought it in that blimp accident and of course Herman was her father. Holy smokes that's it. Holy smokes that was it.
1: Just like that it hit me. we had been looking in all the wrong places. That's usually a good sign of either being close to solving a case or getting into that trouble Ernie was talking about. And as we pulled up to 30 West Maple Street, I had a pretty good idea going to the Wagner Mansion was about to turn into a bigger deal than I'd originally anticipated.
2: We'll be right back with the conclusion of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley, The Case of the Missing Link, right after this brief message. What if you could wear clothing for men that was well-made, American-made, and made you feel like you had time-traveled three-quarters of a century into the past to a time when things felt warm, comfortable, and peaceful? Ralph and Remington menswear. Cutting-edge menswear with an old soul at ralphandremington.com. And now, the conclusion of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley and the case of the missing
1: link. As luck would have it, my are-you-sure-he-wasn't-adopted brother Buzz had beat me to the Wagner Mansion and was waiting in front. And as usual, there was some sort of confection mastication going on. His choppers
4: were chomping. 30 West Maple. That'll be a buck 30, buddy.
1: Uh, uh, one, two, uh, six quarters. Uh, keep the change. Thanks. Meet me back here in an hour, and there's more where that came from.
4: I'm living the dream now. Hey, Buzz. So, uh,
1: I guess you saw Arlene today, huh? Holy moly, Stitch.
5: I knew you were a good gumshoe, but I didn't know you could do magic. You must be psycho. Can you make a root beer appear... I am thirsty from all these baby root bars. It's
1: psychic, you numbskull. Not psycho. And your candy bag says Arlene's Sweet Shop on it, so it didn't take a genius. How can you afford to pay for that candy anyway with all the pricey dental work I'm betting you usually need? Oh, I have perfect teeth. Never
5: one cavity. I hate you. No, you don't. I don't? No, you love me. I am your brother. We are the same. Yeah, forget it. Okay, stow that bag, and let's see if anyone's home. Okay, I will put it in my left pocket. Yeah, left, right, whatever.
1: I can't use my right pocket. Can't use the right one? Nope. Okay, I'll very foolishly bite. Why can't you use your right pocket, Buzz? Please, won't you tell me? Because of the hole. The hole?
5: Yes, the hole. Buzz, please, I'm gonna have a stroke here. I ripped a hole in my pocket, see? On that chain-link fence over there. That one? Ha! Yes. I was leaning against it and dropped one of the baby roots over the fence by accident. And when I tried to lean to get it from the other side, the tear in the fence was sharp and tore the hole. I am lucky I have another pair of trousers. Not here, of course. Indeed. A tear, you say? Where? Over there. By the baby root bar on the ground on the other side of the fence. Ah, yeah. I see it.
1: Interesting. Let me take a closer look. Be careful
5: you don't drop anything over the fence. It happens to some people.
1: I'll do my best. Huh. Yeah, I see what you mean. Strange. It isn't like high society people like the Wagners to leave a tear in their fence for all to see. It's missing a link. Everything else around here seems quite meticulous, except some of the grass on the other side of the fence. Looks a little brown and all scratched up, but, the uh, this tear doesn't look like a tear. What is it? It looks like you're not the only one who might have good teeth. Huh? It looks like someone or something chewed on this fence and made the hole. Well, it wasn't me. I kind I'm of think I'm not figured. that much of an animal. But, uh, what would... Well, just like I thought, that cinches it. Oh, Buzz, do you know what today is? Tuesday? No, and actually it's Wednesday, but no. Today is the day Buzz might have actually helped solve a case. Really? I had no idea. I would have worn my good shirt. I had an inkling in the cab, and now I think I know who or what we are looking for now and where we need to look. Now I will be able to have more bus fare. Do I need to get my good shirt now? No, Buzz, but I do need you to do something. I've got a plan. Say, you think anyone spotted you out here before I arrived? Didn't see one. Okay, good. Here's what we're going to do. Turn that bag inside out so no one can see the writing on the sides. And lend me the rest of those baby roots, huh? And don't worry, I'll buy you a dozen more if this works out. I had had clues all along, but never saw them. Swifty gave one, Buzz gave two, and in a way, Constance Wagner had given a clue without meaning to. With my cavity-resistant brother's help, I was going to take a gamble.
0: Hello, sir. May I help you?
1: Yes, ma'am. Is the lady of the
5: house in?
0: I'm sorry, sir. She's at the garden club. Is there something I can help you with or a message? What is in that paper bag?
5: Someone left this on the side of the road. They must have dropped it when they came in. It looks like... Well, take a look.
0: Why, it's... Oh, my goodness, sir! We always clean that up. The man must have dropped it when he was tending to the lawn and forgotten it was there. Oh, how embarrassing.
5: Well, it looks like a lot of other things.
0: Oh, my. Even so, we are always supposed to clean up after Ralph. If Mr. Wagner were to come home and see this, I cannot even imagine. I will take care of it.
5: Well, I don't want you to get your hands dirty. I am already carrying it. I will dispose of it. Now that I know what it is, of
0: course. Oh, thank you, sir. Do, do you think that we could keep this on the down-low? Mrs. Wagner doesn't have to know. Tompkins is already on thin ice.
5: I promise I will not say anything to her.
0: Okay, goodbye now.
1: Well, that cinched it. Confirmation. One more thing to do, and Ernie's going to be able to ask Mrs. Wagner for a check. Right on time, the cabbie rolled up and Buzz and I got in.
4: Hey, buddy, where to? Uh, police headquarters. You're not turning in your own brother, are you?
5: Hey, you wouldn't do that, would you, Stitch? Quiet, you. Uh, What makes you think he's my
1: brother? Pretty obvious, you're like twins. Told you. What? When did you tell me that? And you're driving with eyes like that, Mac? Terrific. Uh, Just get us there, Lickety Split, all right? Sure thing. Oh, and by the way... Yeah? Thanks for the clue. It was the missing link I needed. Sergeant Blueface, uh, Belt, was waiting thanks to Ernie's call. What is it this time, O'Malley? You finally find the Lindbergh baby? Jack the Ripper? And my day is complete. Actually, i have a little matter requiring your attention, but we'll need the help of one of your uh, specialists.
4: Is that right?
1: Yeah. Got any one with a net? After I briefed him, Sergeant Blavelt sent a patrol car and another officer to Red's butcher shop. There they found Ralph, with a full belly of meat, great teeth, and what turns out was a bark worse than his bite. The officers charged Red with keeping him against his will, and we brought the target of our operation back to the O'Malley O'Malley and O'Malley Detective Agency office for a reunion. It. Great. Is he ready?
3: Yeah, I made sure he had a chance for a bath, too. He had been in the back room of that butcher shop for days.
1: Good idea. I can always count on you, Cupcake.
3: Hello! I received your message! Hello, Mrs. Wagner. I am so glad... Oh,
0: love.
3: I thought I'd never
0: see you again! Oh, thank you! Thank you, boss!
3: Once we figured out who or what we were looking for, there were too many clues to ignore. And it was off to the races.
1: The dog races.
3: Yikes. So clever. See? Mrs. Wagner, a matter of the bill, if you don't mind? Of
0: course. I have a check for you right here. $500. Thank you. All right. Well, I'd like to get Ralph home before Mr. Wagner returns from his trip and we have to get the fence repaired and hire a new lawnman. Oh, it seems we need to find someone to pay attention to detail and fix where Ralph plays.
1: Uh, well, well, of course.
3: I am sorry we had to contact the police, but it really was just the dog catcher and an arrest for dog napping.
0: Oh, I understand, Mrs. O'Malley. Actually, before, we had just lost our dog, and it wasn't something you want to get around. But now, we know we are the victim of a crime, and it makes wonderful cocktail party talk. Well, Thanks again. I have to get home and I'm already late for my breed club. Mrs. Stenton gets very sneaky if you miss more than five hands. And we need her in a good mood for the fundraiser. Well, goodbye now. Come on, Ralph. Want to go see Daddy?
3: Well, Stitch, you did it again. Come here.
1: Thanks. I'll take that as partial payment, but I still need to cash the check.
3: And paint the new sign.
1: <sighs> Alright. Plus I've got candy to buy. Huh? Uh, Buzz. Arlene. Candy. Bag. Good teeth. Baby Ruth looked like good. uh. I'll fill you in later. <laughs> ah, Dag Nabit, I thought I got that bugger the last time. Gimme a rubber band.
3: Oh, let him be, Captain Ahab. He'll find his way out on his own. Ah, uh,
1: fine. Maybe I'll name him Moby, or Charles, and beat anyway. I guess everyone deserves a chance to figure their own way out.
3: Hey Stitch, how did you figure out what was happening?
1: Well, you know, it's all in a name. We assumed Ralph was a person and we just jumped to a conclusion. But Mrs. Wagner said it wasn't a cat. And Buzz came back from the dog races. Swifty talked about barking and evidence of the name Ralph at Red's Butcher Shop and a piece of metal on the floor. Then Buzz tore his trousers on a tear in a chain-link fence at the Wagners that looked like it had been chewed by an animal like it was trying to get away. And there was brown grass like dogs leave and signs that whatever animal was there had struggled to get over the fence. Ralph must have run away and the piece of chain-link fence got stuck in his collar. So obvious. Then the cab driver's reminder from his wife hanging from the mirror made me think of that, and but when we used Buzz's baby Ruth's to pretend like we already knew there was a dog, I got confirmation of the name and what or whom we were looking for. After that, it all came together. It just hit me that with the Wagners too busy with their high society business meetings and garden clubs and cocktail parties, Ralph had been ignored and just wanted attention and to eat. He just jumped the fence, ran away, and sniffed out dog heaven raw meat at a butcher shop and I guess red just figured he'd keep the dog turns out he was gonna put the dog in the dog races to make an extra couple bucks what with his business not doing so well lately got it it's just right there if you know what link you're looking for
3: stitch O'Malley I haven't the slightest idea what you're talking about I don't know if another person alive could make heads nor tails of that but somehow some way it all seems to work out in your head Maybe that's the biggest mystery of all. And why I, for one, admire you.
1: Oh, well, thanks. Well, you know what they say, Cupcake.
3: What do they say, Stitch?
1: Every dog. Oh, no. Every dog has his day. (sighs) Arf.
2: This has been The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley, Fashion Detective, and The Case of the Missing Link. Brought to you by Ralph and Remington. Cutting edge menswear with an old soul. Served to you in a radically transparent way. Join us next week for another adventure, another case, and probably another slogan. The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley Fashion Detective is copyrighted 2015. Ralph and Remington. All rights reserved. All characters are works of fiction, and any similarities to real people, entities, or events are purely coincidental. Original music composed by Chris Thomas. Story written by and starring Mark Racco With Peter Coleman, John Locke, Bianca Gimote, and Heather Edwards as Ernie. Visit RalphAndRemington.com for all episodes of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley. This is your announcer, Peter Coleman.
0: This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect.